0: It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network.
1: Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights fall to the New Jersey Devils 3-2, the final score. And Vegas, costly, costly two points that they are not picking up here against the New Jersey Devils with five games left as they make their final push for a playoff spot to help us break this one down we bring in the voice of the golden knights dan duva hey dan uh, when you when you look at this game i mean there's a lot of different angles to 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 choose from uh let's start obviously with goaltending because you look at the the final two goals for the new jersey devils and and those are just plays that throughout the course of a game just you feel like should not end up in the back of your net
2: no, no, and frankly, it, it's the difference in the game. The Knights surrender the one goal in the first period. Nathan Bastian scores. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a respectable goal. Um, the other ones, you know, the third period goals that you're talking about, first of all, the Knights too often gave the puck away in their own zone, but that doesn't mean the goaltender can't respond and make a save. It's not as though Robin was totally caught off guard by either scoring chance. Uh, The first one, uh, Johnson, uh, you know, follows it up after the puck comes out of Robin Leonard's glove. You know, that simply can't happen. And the other one, uh, it seemed like Robin just never saw it after Boquist was outnumbered, got double teamed, still got a shot off close to the net, um, and and Robin just seemed not to react to it. So I I wonder if Robin could offer, um, you know, what he saw, what he was looking for, and we can understand it better. But... From up here in the broadcast booth, those are simply two goals that an NHL golder, the goalie in this situation uh, should not give up, um, but he did, and that's the the choice that the Knights have made, Robin Leonard healthy enough to play, and his uh, family health issue apparently having been resolved, he's able to play, and they've invested in Robin Leonard, so if you've got big games down the stretch, and Robin Leonard is uh, physically able to go, and is uh, you know, he, he can play, he's, he's not preoccupied with something else that he's got to start. And that's what the decision the organization made. And uh, obviously the final score tells you it wasn't good enough. So when you look at
1: this game from the Golden Knights and, and obviously another situation where you put over 40 shots on goal, uh, Andrew Hammond made the saves that he was supposed to make. There were some mad scrambles in front of his net that, that seemed to stay that stayed out of the out of the net. Uh, the Golden Knights hit a couple of posts. Again, it becomes a question of execution. And, and, and the Golden Knights just not able to find those pockets within a game where they're able to push a team back on their heels and take charge of the scoring chances that they did
2: have. It looked like a team in New Jersey that had no pressure on it, and a Golden Knights team that had a ton of pressure on it. And the Devils could play free and easy, they were quick, they were energetic. Uh, They were playing, I don't want to say with reckless abandon, but they were doing what they had to do early on, and uh, they were um, more careful with the puck coming out of their own zone, whereas the Knights, uh, you know, were really feeling the Devils' forecheck pressure, and it led to some defensive zone mistakes by the Knights. Meanwhile, when Vegas did have control in the offensive zone, uh, they just looked to be attempting to find the perfect play. And sometimes, when you've got some really talented people, you find the perfect play, and it leads to a goal. It happens uh, somewhat regularly. These guys are that good. But um, it looked a little bit deliberate, a little bit overly intentional at times, and it simply uh, was was not enough. And you credit Andrew Hammond, no doubt about that. He, he makes 42 saves, is, I think, is the final number. And... Uh, you know, the, the Knights, uh, you know, you know the, the one goal they got was off of a defenseman skate, and then they scored six on five in the final minutes of the contest, and that was on a broken play. And so you can credit Andrew Hammond, but I would also offer a lot of credit to the, the New Jersey Devils skaters in how they uh, helped prevent the Knights from getting to the crease as much as they would have liked. So we looked at uh, some new line combinations up front for the
1: Vegas Golden Knights, the, the line of Jonathan so with Jack Eichel and uh, Mark Stone just didn't seem to click the way that you would probably have hoped or liked them to click in this game. Uh, I guess the, the question becomes, with only five games left, how patient can you be if you're
2: Pete DeBoer? <laughs> That's a great question. The line that you mentioned there and we asked Pete DeBoer about, we asked Steve, uh, Steve Spine about on the pregame show, Marcheseau, Eichel, and Stone, you know, what is, uh, you know, you know, why put that group together? It, it looks interesting. You know, the first thing you notice is the, the firepower, obviously. The next thing you notice, it's all right-handed shooters. I'm not sure if that's necessarily optimal. Uh, you know, Mark Stone, not 100% quite yet. He's still getting back up to speed, having missed those 26 games, and today his fourth game back. And, uh, you know, Jonathan so Steve Spod told us, has been a consistent factor on the power play at even strength. And he's been an offensive leader. The numbers tell us that. 63 points this year leads the Knights. And that Jonathan deserves that opportunity. So is it a matter of who's deserving of being there? You know, the captain, your top line center, and your top scorer? You know, I, I don't know. Sometimes, and, and again, this was a point that was made earlier. Just because it looks good on paper doesn't mean it's going to work out in real life. And, it, uh, you know, frankly, it didn't work out in real life. Um, you know, the, the decision was made in Edmonton to kind of jumble things up in the third period. You know, there was a the thought that, you know, if you kept Patch, Reddy, Stevenson and Stone together, maybe it would take them a few games to find their old chemistry. Uh, and I guess they were, you know, the coaches feel like they need to do something. And so they did something. And then they did something more today, and uh, the results clearly have not been there. How does it produce six goals in Calgary <laughs> and then no goals against yeah. Edmonton? I have no idea. If I could explain that, I'd be in a different line of work. All right, Dan. Well, as always, thank
1: you for joining us here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. We will, uh, we will get to you on Wednesday when the Golden Knights take on the Washington Capitals. We'll chat with you then. Great. Thank you, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, as we break down a Golden Knights loss to the New Jersey Devils, 3-2 to the final score. New Jersey defeats Vegas. We are back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post game show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: AAA Insurance post game show, the Vegas Golden Knights. Lose to the New Jersey Devils, 3-2 the final score. New Jersey able to hold on, even though the Golden Knights did have a bit of a push there with Robin Leonard pulled and the extra attacker on the Golden Knights, 41-31-5, 87 points on the year. We'll take on the Washington Capitals Wednesday at 7 o'clock, just two home games remaining. For the Vegas Golden Knights in the regular season, and then they will finish with three on the road. The post-game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. So for Vegas, uh, no injuries to that it looks like in this game, so that's obviously a positive at, at the end of the night. But, you know, for a Golden Knights team that I think is, has struggled to find consistency all season long due in part to injuries, uh, it's hard not to look at that and and wonder if there's just not enough time right now for the Golden Knights to dial things in, right? It's uh, it's a situation where, by virtue of this loss, and, and we'll take a look at the standings here uh, as as the post game show goes on, where y- if you're the Golden Knights, you have to start winning out. Like you, you have to find results. You have to find games in which you put two points in the bank, and and there were. Those moments, those glimmers of hope, you you got them in the Calgary game from the Vegas Golden Knights. It, it felt like Calgary, right? That was the turning point. That was the type of game that you wanted to see from the Golden Knights. And you ask yourself, is that replicable? Is what the Golden Knights did in that game a repeatable effort and at the moment at the time it it felt like it was and from that point forward against the Edmonton Oilers defensively I thought it was fine for 40 minutes and then gets away from the Golden Knights in the third period and then my, my biggest gripe I think with this game is that it's another situation where the Golden Knights expend a ton of energy in the second period really through the first 40 minutes of the game to put themselves in position and let's hear from head coach Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media
3: Three shots the last two games. Just why has it been so difficult to put the puck in the net?
4: Um, I don't know. You know, it's a a good question. I mean, you have to give some credit to both goalies. I think both guys were first stars. But we also have to look in the mirror. And, you know, I think uh, this has been a historical problem here. You know, going dry at the wrong times. Um, You know, and obviously the two most important games. I mean, tonight the goal... We got was from our fourth line, so, you know, really uh, uh, dried up at a, at a bad time. Go to Jesse. Hey, Jess.
2: Jesse Granger with the Athletic Hi, Pete, uh, you've kind of gone back and forth between Leonard and Thompson. Can you just talk about your decision to go with Leonard tonight and uh, what you thought of his performance?
4: Um, you know, I, I think this time of year you're looking for your guy to be better than the guy at the other end, and uh, that wasn't the case tonight. Go to Dave. Hey, Dave. Uh, Dave Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. I'll
1: actually follow up then on that. Where where does that leave you, um, goaltending wise, for the last handful of games
4: there? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's been a um, it's been an interesting year. You know, between you know, uh, boisson has been you know hurt. Lenny's been hurt at different points, and then had you know obviously some uh, family issue last week that took him out. So. You know, LT, you know, has, has been consistent in what he's brought uh, uh, for me uh, in a really tough spot. I think he, he's the one guy there that uh, um, you know uh, has been there and and, uh, and given us what he could. I think I think the other guys, some through circumstances beyond their control, I get it. Um, but you know, it's been uh, it's been tough getting some consistency there. We'll go to Ben, then
1: Dave, then Chris. Hey, Ben. Hey, Pete, Ben, Las Vegas Regional. Yeah, guys have five games left in the regular season. I guess what needs to
0: change moving forward here for you guys to give yourself a chance?
4: Yeah. Well, I think we got to win them all. You know, I think that's that's pretty simple. I think we got to win them all.
0: We'll go to
1: Dave and Chris. Uh, Dave Shane, Las Vegas Regional. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Uh Can I ask you about the third period? You had mentioned after the last game, you know, the next goal. Yeah. Um, being the important one. Same situation again tonight. It feels like. There's even been a handful of games the last few weeks like yeah. that that you guys haven't gotten that next goal. I guess simple question is why?
4: Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know, we out, we outshot them 18-10. I'm not even sure, you know, either goal is a is a real good chance that they score on. So. You know, I don't have the answer for that. You know, if you're, if you're suggesting it's fatigue or something like that, I, there's no excuses this time of year. you got to find a way to, to, to win and, and step up in the mo- most important moments.
3: We'll go to Chris then Ashley. Chris. Hi, Pete. Chris Chapman, Fox Sports Las Vegas. You, you mentioned in the first comment that it was a bit of a historical thing with this team. Do you think that that creeps into the minds of these guys? That, you know, Dallas two years ago, mm-hmm. Montreal last year, just not being able to score in
5: crunch time?
4: Uh, I don't know. You know, I think that's uh, that's something that you would have to ask them. I think um, you know. I I, th- I think the circumstances have put us in a in a situation here where we have no margin of error, and uh, you know that's a tough tough way to play. You hit a hot goalie, you start squeezing your stick a little bit. We've hit a couple in a row here. Um, you know, but uh, the work. and and what what has happened all year has put us in a spot where we don't have the luxury of being able to relax and and play loose this time of year we don't we don't have that so um you know we've got to make sure we handle that and and find a way to stick some pucks in the net
1: we'll end the night with ashley
6: Keith. the last few weeks it's looked like things could play out a couple different ways but now you're saying we need to win them all is there motivation that comes with that that can you know help the guys buckle down and get it
3: done
4: I would think so. I mean, you know, it doesn't get any more desperate than that. And um, so, you know, I, I, w- I would think that that motivation would be the least of our problems right now. Pete, thanks for your Thank time you. tonight.
1: That was head coach Pete DeBoer as he addressed the media after tonight's 3-2 loss to the New Jersey Devils. Uh, just continuing the, the thought from before we went over to Pete, uh, it was another situation where the Golden Knights expend a ton of energy in the second period really throughout the entire game trying to break through trying to get that goal to tie the game that's what happens when you fall behind once again and then you put yourself in a great spot in the third period to get some points to to just settle down settle in lean on the momentum that you built in the second period and then it evaporates right like There have been multiple times throughout this year where the Golden Knights have been in this exact same position and it has gone this way in which they just don't have the answers when the opposition finds a way and you expend so much energy and you leave points on the table when you're not able to get these games where you're tied or within one going into or in the third period without getting points. that That's really been kind of the, the story of the season for me for the Vegas Golden Knights is they've been right there and they just have not been able to handle those momentum shifts that happen within a game that push you in one direction or the other. So for the Golden Knights, it's it's pretty simple. As Pete DeBoer said, you got to win every game. There's five games left. you got to find a way to win them all. And and the, the unfortunate situation for the Golden Knights right now in, in that regard is that even if you win them all, There aren't any guarantees. The Golden Knights over the course of the last two games have gone from in control of their own fate to now having to win out and needing help from the teams that are above them in the standings. Um, It's not ideal. It's not the way you draw it up. It's not what you want with five games left. But for the Golden Knights, there's still a chance. For the Golden Knights, they're still in it. And as long as they're still in it, they're going to continue to push, and you hope that they're going to be able to find enough wins to get themselves into the playoffs. We're back with the highlights next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post game show presented by AAA insurance. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace,
1: AAA insurance post game show, the Vegas Golden Knights fall to the New Jersey Devils, three to two, the final score, Vegas 41, 31 and 587 points on the year. Do not pick up any ground on the Los Angeles Kings, the Nashville Predators, or the Dallas stars in their quest for the playoffs. And, uh, a look now the vancouver canucks just one point back of the vegas golden knights vancouver just seemingly not losing refusing to lose down the stretch take a look at the highlights in this game Uh, we talked about the importance of a quick start for the vegas golden knights we talked about how important the first goal of the game would be for vegas especially coming off of a shutout loss to the edmonton oilers but unfortunately for the golden knights they were once again forced to play from behind as nathan bastion converted on a rebound after a golden knights turnover
2: Here's a takeaway shot for the middle shot. Save and the rebound score. Nathan Bastion, the fourth-line winger, gets his 12th, and New Jersey takes a 1-0 lead.
1: Nathan Bastion's 12th of the year from Michael McLeod and Damon Severson at 6.54. The first period made it one to nothing. New Jersey. The Golden Knights would head to the second period, down a goal and would need a big save from Robin Leonard to keep it a one-goal game. This is our AAA Insurance Save of the Game on Dawson
2: Mercer. New Jersey with Andreas Johnson plays it up the left side. Bastion comes in, feeds the middle, booted toward the goal, stopped by Leonard, and the rebound out of the zone. What a look for Dawson Mercer, the rookie.
1: AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance triple a outsmart life so the golden knights still down by a goal but missing the net seemed to be a big trend for the golden knights in this game there were countless opportunities where they had clear lanes and good looks but they just simply threw shots wide knights
2: pursuing the puck in the left corner but it bounces across to the right weak side to trangelo the only man there he centered carlson extra pass shot is fought off ben hutton got a shot went off somebody in front to the right corner Take it again by the Knights. Colasar to the left. Petrangelo's drive is blocked. And out of play it goes. Oh, it's a shooting gallery down there, Darren. They just can't get it by habit.
1: Undeterred by their inability to hit the net, the Golden Knights would continue to press as the period wore on. And shortly after Nick Wah hit the post on a breakaway, Keegan Colissar banked the puck in off P.K. Subban to tie
2: the game. Kolisar in on the right wing. Lecision cutting. Hard pass. Tipped into the goal! Lecision ties it! A desperation centering pass from Kolisar. He was getting run off by White at the right wall. Lecision down the middle. He had a man on his back. He tips it home and ties the game.
1: Seventh goal of the year for Keegan Cole. Sorry, Cisco to Nick Waugh and Shea Theodore. at 17:37 37 of the second period to make it 1-1. We'd head to the third period tie game once again. The Golden Knights with an opportunity to do something in the third period, but it's the opposition breaking the tie as Andreas Johnson would put home a rebound that never should have been in play.
2: Point shot gloved by Leonard. Rebound came out in front. It's a loose puck. Score! Andreas Johnson gives New Jersey the lead.
1: Andreas Johnson, his 13th of the year from Nathan Bastian and Kevin Ball at 314 of the third period, made it 2-1 New Jersey, and then the Golden Knights would press, and they would miss the net
2: again. Cast down the slot from Dodonov, ends up side of the goal, trickling at the goal line, where's the puck? It goes behind, centering pass knocked away, now out in front, another shot blocked, it's a sprawling goal crease, and it's out of the zone, unbelievable.
1: Multiple opportunities there as the Golden Knights would try but fail to find the back of the net in a mad scramble in front of Andrew Hammond. And then, just a few minutes later, Jesper Boquist would dance around Alex Petrangelo and put one past Robin Leonard to make it 3-1. to one.
2: Boquist back in. It's a one-on-two. Cuts around Petrangelo. He scores! Wow! Boquist! Got by Petrangelo and sneaks it through Robin Leonard. Robin never went down to the ice. The puck stayed right along the ice. And into the goal it goes for Boquist. 3-1 New Jersey.
1: Boquist ninth of the year at 7.57 of the third period. Unassisted made it 3-1 New Jersey. Then late in the game the Golden Knights would make it interesting as Chandler Stevenson would score a goal with Robin Leonard pulled to cut the lead to one.
2: Michael for Stone, to the right, a shot, Save Hammond, rebound, out in front, Stevenson scores! The Knights are within a goal, One fourteen to play.
1: Chandler Stevenson's 18th of the year from Jonathan Marcheseau and Max Pacioretty at 18.46 of the third period, made it 3-2, New, New Jersey. The Golden Knights would go back to the attack with Robin Leonard pulled once again, but all that was left in this one was the final call.
2: Right corner patch They gotta hurry. Centering pass. Stone thin on a shot. Two seconds and one. Shot at the horn is blocked. And the Devils have won the game three to two.
1: There you have it. Three to two, the final score. The New Jersey Devils defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. And for Vegas. You turn your attention now to Wednesday at 7 o'clock against the Washington Capitals, a game that the Golden Knights absolutely need to win, and you can say that for pretty much everything the rest of the way. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: AAA Insurance post-game show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall to the New Jersey Devils 3-2. The final score in this one, Vegas 41-31-5, 87 points on the air. Taking a look real quick at where the Golden Knights are at in the standings. Vegas 87 points in 77 games. They trail the Nashville Predators by... Four points, same with the Dallas Stars. uh, Both teams with games in hand on the Vegas Golden Knights. The Vancouver Canucks uh, just two points or one point back of the Vegas Golden Knights. Vancouver 86 points on the year with a game in hand. So one point back, a game in hand on Vegas. Not ideal in the Golden Knights, still three points back of the Los Angeles Kings. LA, they play tomorrow. So Uh, Bleak outlook right now for the Vegas Golden Knights as they've got five games and they need to find a lot of points over the course of those five. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. The Golden Knights fall behind and get themselves into a situation where they're chasing the game once again. It wasn't a, a, a defensive stalwart of a game from either club both teams pretty loose uh, in their structure and then you know for the Golden Knights you spent you expend a ton of energy in the second period a ton of energy getting yourself back to baseline getting yourself back to square going into the third period and within three and a half minutes it's erased because there were some miscues and mis- miscues specifically in goal and that's There's really no other way to kind of go around it to to say it. There were some miscues by Robin Leonard that led to goals against. And for the Golden Knights, a a team that was struggling offensively, struggling to find uh, goals to drop, you, you needed those saves. And now it's back to the drawing board. Now you look ahead to the Washington Capitals. I wonder... What it's going to look like for the Golden Knights offensively, how patient can you be with the line combinations, and what is it going to look like in goal for the Vegas Golden Knights when they take on the Washington Capitals? That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The extended post game show is next, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: Sports Las Vegas, everybody buckle in. It's the Golden Knights fall to the New Jersey Devils, 3-2 the final score. A game that the Golden Knights simply needed to win And it's just not there. It's just not there. And it's not there for a number of different reasons. Offensively, it was one of those situations, one of those games where the Golden Knights have plenty of looks, plenty of chances. And in those moments where, like, say, Nets were wide open, the puck gets to the slot, and the Golden Knights have good looks, they shoot the puck wide. And there were plenty of opportunities, plenty of situations in this game where the Golden Knights simply missed the net. Missed the net. Like, in those in those situations, you at least have to force the goaltender to make a save. As as good as Andrew Hammond was, and, and believe me, he was, I would argue, better in this game than Mike Smith was when the Vegas Golden Knights took on the Edmonton Oilers, the Golden Knights missed the net 23 times tonight. 23 times. And it wasn't just situations where you're throwing the puck to the net from the blue line and it goes wide or or anything like that i mean we're talking about grade a scoring chances prime real estate where you want to shoot the puck from and they just throw it wide but the fact of the matter is you go into the third period you're tied one-to-one and the goal that puts the new jersey devils ahead robin leonard tries to glove down falls in front of them Not sure why he wasn't able to snare it completely or why he didn't just let it go over the net, but it turns into a broken play and ends up in the back of the net. And then from there, uh, you know, give all the credit in the world to Jesper Boquist for being able to dance Alex Petrangelo, but you need a better play out of of Alex Petrangelo there, and Robin Leonard doesn't react to the shot. So that's the difference in the game. It it, it is what it is. I'm going to call it as it is. That's the difference in the game for the Golden Knights, and now you have five games with zero margin for error 702-876-1340 is the number 702-876-1340 if you'd like to chime in on one of the most difficult losses in franchise history in the regular season for the vegas golden Knights, 702-876-1340 let's head out to the phone lines bring in sal hey sal how you doing this
7: game took every ounce of uh, emotion out of me, and this might be the last time you hear from me this regular season. That's how that's how painful this loss was. Um, I'm one one perspective that I, I that hasn't been addressed yet mm-hmm. about this game. I was really disappointed in the the coaching in this game, and I'll I'll try to give you specific examples. Okay. Um, the, the New Jersey Devils, the, they skate up and down. They like stretch passes. They play up and down hockey. Aggressive you know lots of high high danger scoring chances for both teams and they've played their game and we tried to win the game strictly on our on our on our talent because we let them play the game that they wanted and you know what they they took more advantage of, of the high danger chances than we did mm-hmm. and I was really disappointed that you know I'll make an obscure reference you, you'll probably understand it I wish there was a little bit of a like a John Tortorello or Barry Trotz philosophy going into this game, where we could have suffocated them defensively, and and cut down on on the on the up and down hockey that that I didn't like seeing because it played into New Jersey's game. And then the other thing that really bothered me, down two with your season on the line practically, there, there's four minutes left. We had offensive zone possession time, and we're not taking Leonard out early enough. And I I thought we waited about a minute and a half to two minutes too late to to bring him out. So I didn't like, I didn't like that strategy either. Um, What what do you think about that?
1: Yeah. You know what, Sal, you bring up some, some really good points. uh, And thank you for the call. Number one on the idea of, of allowing or or playing into the type of game that the New Jersey devils wanted to play. Uh, That's what happens when you're trailing in a game. I, I mean, for the golden Knights and, and, It's not an excuse. I'm not throwing it out as an excuse. I'm saying that you needed a better start. You needed to find the first goal of the game because then it allows the Golden Knights to kind of dial things in defensively and try to play that style where they're able to suffocate a team like they did against the Calgary Flames. But when you're chasing the game and then you're you're coupling that with being shut out in the last game against the Edmonton Oilers, I think you had a team that felt a lot of pressure and needed to score. So they weren't super... Uh, focused in on on kind of clamping things down defensively I think that that's just a a product of a team that's that's chasing the game and chasing the next goal because you want to build a little bit of confidence and then as far as pulling Robin Leonard uh, for the extra attacker I'm kind of in in I would argue probably the minority among hockey circles I think you pull the goaltender with a ton of time left like I would have been okay at five and a half minutes and and I know that there's risk reward and I'm not a hockey coach I'm not I don't play one on the radio either Uh, Pete DeBoer knows way more about this than I do Uh, but in in that situation the way the Golden Knights were controlling play and the fact of the matter is uh, it's not like the New Jersey Devils were really focused in on trying to find more offense Uh, I think that maybe you give yourself a little bit more time to to complete the comeback so really good points there sal 702-876-1340 is the number let's head out to the phone lines bring in mike hey mike how you doing
5: yeah Sal's spot on about pulling goalies and so are you uh, you you can't wait as long as they do and they do it all the time which is just maddening to me i do want to say something extremely positive though hmm. uh, after practice today robin leonard stood outside and signed and signed and signed autographs and tried to get in his car and eventually I had to tell everybody, hey, i got to go, guys. Couldn't have been nicer. Couldn't have been more congenial. And that's what this thing is all about, really. So kudos to Robin for that. I, I don't know if he should start again this season. I, I think we got to look at Logan and see what he, we have here. Um, you know, there's, there's a difference between being hurt, which he may or may not be, sure. and just simply not being able to catch the puck in your glove. And I said this the other night, and I really do wonder if that is a concern. And and maybe it is, and maybe it isn't. Do you think it is?
1: I, I think that, you know, it, it's so weird, right? Because moments before the, the goal from Andreas Johnson, there was a play in which Robin Leonard was essentially on the goal line. And I, I'm not remembering exactly who threw the puck on net, but it was a shot from the slot that, Robin was able to just casually glove, and it was a very difficult save that he made look easy, and tracked it right into his glove. And, and that's what, you know, it kind of is confounding in these situations. Is there are moments in the game where Robin will make a save that that is is really difficult, and will make it look easy, and then there will be a play like the the two goals in the the third period where you know, you look at it and it needs to be a different play or, or a play at all. And, and I think that's kind of the confounding thing about this season and, and really with, with Robin and coming back from injury and all that is it, it just, there's, there's moments where everything seems fine. And then there are moments where you get plays like you did in the third period. And it's just a, a lack of consistency, I think, from the position And you heard Pete DeBoer talk about it after the game. Um, you know, I think you're right. If you're if you're looking for a consistent, steady effort, I think at this point, based on just different circumstances, Logan Thompson might be the guy.
5: Yeah. Well, whatever they decide, it's going to be nigh under impossible at this point, but not impossible, and that's something we have to keep remembering. You know, it's not about not making the playoffs as much to me mm. because teams go years and years without making the playoffs that's a common thing i don't care how good you are you don't make the playoffs every year yeah uh it you know unless you're detroit back in the old days but the point is you 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 built this team you built this team to go all the way to the cup Mm. and i know it didn't i know it didn't stay solidified throughout the year but Let's face it, guys, 80% of the guys that we expect to perform on a nightly basis were in that lineup tonight, and they've got to look in the mirror, I think.
1: Yeah, you know what, Mike? Thank you for the call. You know, this kind of fills in some of the gaps from what we were talking about earlier when you called in on the VGK Insider show. And yes, Mark Stone was in the lineup. Yes, Max Patchready was in the lineup. Yes. Uh, you look at the Golden Knights and, and the players that, that are in this lineup tonight, and you say you've got to be able to beat New Jersey. And I agree with you 100%. Like, the Golden Knights should have beaten the New Jersey Devils tonight. Uh, but the fact of the matter is consistency all year long has been up and down, hit or miss, because of the injuries. And and I you know, I, I think you heard it earlier today from Pete DeBoer. An 80% Mark Stone is better than most other options, but, you know, there were, there were plays left on the table here tonight, and that's really the only way to go about it. And they've got to bear down. And Jonathan Marshall said as much after the game, you've got scoring chances, you have opportunities with, a, with an open net, you've got to bear down, and it's just not happening right now for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340, let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Fernando. Hey, Fernando, how you doing?
7: Doing good, Ryan. Um, first off, it was good to see um, Darren Millar back on TV. Yeah. jeez, look at you. Looks like he was in a hockey fight or something. My goodness. <laughs> but uh, it's good to see that he's getting better. Um, on tonight's game, um, you know, the goalies played pretty good. Um, Andrew Hammond you know, had 42 saves tonight. Got to give credit to him. Um, our team manager was good, you know, but our offense was just, just uh, stuck in neutral tonight. We just couldn't get it in the net. I think we had like 44 shots on goal or something like that. But um, we're still alive. Um, we're not eliminated and um, my nights of the night were on Colasar and Stevenson, and um, we'll see what happens on Wednesday night. Um, Thanks, Ryan.
1: Yeah, thanks, Fernando, for the call. Um, You know, you look at the fourth line for the Golden Knights, obviously uh, Nick Waugh had plenty of opportunities. There were two breakaways, one in which he doesn't get a shot on goal, and then another one where he rips one off the post. Uh, Keegan Colasar kind of just made a play, broken play, but those are the types of plays that you need to make in, in games as tight as this down the stretch, so um, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you, Fernando. They're they're not eliminated. This is still an opportunity for the Golden Knights to go on a run, win five games in a row. If the Kings falter, or uh, the Vancouver Canucks stop winning, or there's a myriad of different ways in which the Golden Knights can still make the playoffs, anything can happen. You you just have to hunker down and do it, and that's really what's ahead of the Golden Knights, and it starts on Wednesday against the Washington Capitals. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Tony. Hey Tony, how you doing?
3: Uh, not too good. It was a very depressing drive home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the key word that I I got from uh, DeBoer and and I've said it myself is historically uh, we performed by not putting the, the goal in the, the puck into the net. Uh, when when you said that the twenty three Missed shots. Um, I, I counted five that were just one on one with all you gotta do is three feet and it's there and, and we're not finishing it up. And tonight was one of the few times I can honestly say this was a complete, uh, team failure from coaching, uh, all the way down the line. Uh, I didn't like the lineups when, when DeBoer was was putting them out there and he said, well, it looks good on paper. Uh, it, it didn't look good on the ice. Uh, I, I thought that Eichel and, and, and the, the Donoff had, had formed a good chemistry with the line that they had going. Uh, I think just like when Eichel first came back, I think he's forcing the issue with stone um, that, that first goal that we gave up um, that was, that was a, a play that Stone had his, his man up against the boards and and couldn't keep him there and he bust through it, and times before a healthy Stone chased that guy down and he struggled just just to tail the end of that play and and it's uh, you know I, I think you're asking too much for him to be up on a first line uh, at this stage of coming back and uh, and I think uh, tonight we also saw. Um it was great to hear about Leonard uh at practice. Mm-hmm. But uh after the uh, spinorama on Patangelo and then the goal coming in, uh you could kinda feel the, the the Leonard sales uh fold and the fans uh I think are ready to see Logan and net for the rest of the season and and, and uh what what really kills me about Robin Leonard is that he was put in this position by McKinnon uh, and instead of coming in and, and, and taking over a team after Flurry had left, uh, he's been playing the villain uh, and, and no, no making of his own. And I, and it's just a shame because I think it's really affected him psychologically for this season. And I don't know what's, what's going to happen at the end of the season.
1: Yeah, you know, that's that's an interesting thought, Tony, and thank you for the call. I, I think that this was one of those games where, um, you know, every mistake, especially when you're in a playoff race, is magnified. And uh, in in the third period, the Golden Knights made two really bad mistakes, and, and the onus becomes uh, minimizing those as much as possible. I, I think that... You know, as far as Rob and Leonard goes, as far as the Vegas Golden Knights goaltending goes, you heard the commentary from Pete DeBoer after the game um, about goaltending. I I would be. I'll be curious to see what happens over the next couple of days in practice and whether or not the Golden Knights are going to go back to Logan Thompson, who did lose his last start, but it was a game in which the Golden Knights were shut out. So uh, you don't ever really look at a goaltender in in a shutout loss as being one of the one of the main factors in why you lost that game. So I'm very curious to see where the Golden Knights go in net on wednesday against the washington capitals 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break it's the extended postgame show fox sports las vegas
0: back to your calls on the extended vegas golden knights postgame show here's ryan wallace post game show Fox
1: Sports Las Vegas 3 to 2 the final the New Jersey Devils defeat the Vegas Golden Knights Vegas 41 31 and 587 points on the year Three back of the Los Angeles Kings and the Vancouver Canucks, one point behind the Vegas Golden Knights, 86 points and one game in hand. So a higher points percentage right now for the Vancouver Canucks. Vegas chasing down Dallas, Nashville, and Los Angeles as the paths into the playoffs. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Pat. Hey, Pat, how you doing?
5: Hey. No, not so well, but I think this is probably the nail in the coffin for Vegas this this has to be. You don't lose to New Jersey with 6 games left and then make the playoffs. That just cannot happen and it won't happen. Um, but I think it's we got to go with Logan for the rest of the way just to see how he's going to be doing next year see if he's got the start for next year. Yeah, uh, you, you, yeah.
1: You, you that's an interesting thought. Uh, I I view goaltending right now as as Logan Thompson is is an NHL goaltender for next season. Like obviously a lot can change over the course of a summer obviously when you get into training camp like you're you're going to have to see where improvements happened all that stuff but the work that Logan Thompson's done here in kind of stabilizing things for the golden Knights when they needed it um, to me that puts Logan uh fast-tracked for training camp next year to be a, a guy that that should get some uh, a legitimate look to start the year with the big club
7: yeah I, I hope he continues uh, doing great so I guess we'll see you over the next five games
1: yeah, thanks for the call, Pat. Uh, you, you know, as as far as, like, nail in the coffin, I, I, your point's well taken in that it, it looks like from a math standpoint, it's, it's going to be real difficult for the Vegas Golden Knights because you, you're hoping to win out, and if you win out, you still need help. But... Stranger things have happened. Uh, who knows what's going to end up happening with the the LA Kings, what's going to happen with the Dallas Stars, Nashville Predators. Uh, you know, Dallas ends up losing tonight to Vancouver. Vancouver simply will not lose. And the Dallas Stars are always uh, a confounding team down the stretch. So I don't know what's going to happen. It, it'll be interesting to kind of keep an eye on it. But the fact of the matter is uh, the Golden Knights need to score more goals and the Golden Knights need to win some games. And they've got to essentially go 5-0 and oh down the stretch to give themselves a legitimate chance. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing?
6: I'm doing okay. How are you doing, guys? I'm good. So, ooh, kind of a, a rough one to watch because it just felt like it could have been so much more. I, like I said on Twitter, I would like to file a complaint with the uh, post manager because that was, three posts was pretty rough
1: yeah yeah not um, ideal, not ideal <laughs>
6: um and it really is too bad that the second period had to end when it did, and they couldn't just uh blow through intermission like they do a media timeout sometimes because it felt like they had so much momentum going after that first goal, and the intermission just kind of sucked it out and they mm. didn't look as good and and the third
1: yeah you you're you're spot on there I mean that was kind of a period or or a point in the game where you kind of wish that the golden Knights got to it a bit sooner. So that they had more sustained momentum, sustained sustained zone time, and, and kind of a a larger, longer push. Uh, but you know, they 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 had an opportunity to kind of regroup in there on on the, you know, on the in the third period, and it just it just didn't work. Like they they, it's kind of a same, a similar situation as to the game in the in, against Edmonton. There was an opportunity there in the third period for the Golden Knights to kind of clamp things down, and and get themselves to where they needed to be, and. The game was wide open, and the New Jersey Devils, they were the ones that capitalized.
6: Yeah, and I mean, yeah, Robin had a really rough game, but in the same way that when none of our goal scorers score, we're not demanding to trade all of them away. I, I, I still, there's so many players on this team playing hurt that I, I think that doing anything drastic with the, with the pieces that you have right now would be a bad idea. It, it's just it's hard to to judge so much knowing how many of the players have been on and off injury in and out. It's just It's rough, and you know I hope that they can win out and and I you know I'm always going to hold out that hope until it is not a possibility.
4: Mm-hmm. but
6: more than anything, I just want everybody to be better like it's just just feel better and not
5: be injured.
1: Yeah, you know what, Stephanie, thank you for the call, and, and, and that's a, a great point in that the Golden Knights are not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, and I think that's something that we have to take into account. It, 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 whether it feels like a long shot or not, um, the fact of the matter is you still have games here to work with. You still have opportunities to get more points. You still have... Uh, to play out your schedule, and who knows what happens at the end of those five games? Who knows what the other teams ahead of the Golden Knights are going to do in their remaining games? So uh, you play out the schedule, you hope for the best possible outcomes if you are a Vegas Golden Knights fan, and then you go from there. That's the the beauty and the agonizing, frustrating part of a playoff run in which you are not guaranteed anything. We're back to wrap it up next on the extended post game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights post-game show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: Extended post-game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall to the New Jersey Devils, three to two, the final score. Vegas 41, 31, and 587 points on the year, and they sit three points back of the Los Angeles Kings. Zero games in hand for the Vegas Golden Knights. There. The Vancouver Canucks just one point back of the Vegas Golden Knights with 86 points and a game in hand. And Vegas four points back of both Dallas and Nashville, both of those clubs with a game in hand on the Vegas Golden Knights. That's the outlook. That's what is That's what is for the Golden Knights in their quest to make the playoffs. So you've got five games left. You've got to win out if you're the Golden Knights to give yourself a chance. And even then, there are no guarantees, but you got to at least give yourself the opportunity. Golden Knights are next in action Wednesday, 7 o'clock, against the Washington Capitals. Uh, thanks down here go to Jed Donaldson for keeping us on the air, making sure everything sounds fantastic. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio. For doing a great job there, and thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your post-game show. It's not as much fun without your input. As we mentioned, the Golden Knights in action seven o'clock on Wednesday against the Washington Capitals. That's going to do it for us here on the extended post-game show. Have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas.